All right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for movie trailer. Take one. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. You're listening to Trailer Trashed on the Merry-Go-Round Magazine Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, C.J. Simonson and Kate Brockman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trailer Trash on the Mary Grand Magazine Podcast Network, uh, the show where trailers get the fair and balanced review they deserve after a night of drinking. My name is C.J. Simonson. I'm the music editor over at Mary Grand Magazine, and I'm joined as always by... Hello, I'm Kate Brockman. I'm the TV editor over at Mary Grand Magazine. I've had like actually some to drink, but I feel like I blitzed through it like pretty straight. There were some. Day. There was some swapping of nouns. Sure. And there was an um. Keeping it fresh. But well, over. But over, you know that's the thing. Like we're what is this? Thirty five. We're thirty five episodes in. We're keeping the relationship fresh. You know, you come yeah. in. You know what you're getting. You know what you're doing. But we still surprise you. Got to blitz through. Blitz um, through it. Yeah, and we have a special guest. We are joined today by. Hi, I'm Ted Davis. Um, I wear a lot of hats. Apparently, drunk person is one of them now. It's gonna be yeah. You Lies, can put, Ted. You are not wearing a hat. And you can put that. I'm on your not resume. wearing. I've worn a lot of hats professionally. Yes. Um, podcasting wise, this is one of my first hats. There you go. And, a new uh, hat. Yeah, you can put that on your resume. Professional drunk person. If yeah. You want. Uh, we didn't pay you to be here, so I guess it's I not haven't really professional. Really gotten you're just a summer. free. You're just a freelance drunk. I've I've been a freelance drunk a lot this summer. Yeah. Get in line. Oh my god, it is summer. Yeah. Jesus. Not for that much longer. It's um, always summer in LA. Ted was the one of the first interns for the old Crossfader. That's right. I was. And you can read Ted pretty much weekly, right? Close to weekly-ish, I, weekly-ish. Sometimes bi-weekly. Sometimes, sometimes bi-weekly, weekly. pretty frequently uh, over on the music section. Um, we'll get into the plugs and stuff at the end with things you have coming up, but you have a lot of things to actually talk about, which I, is I very do. exciting. I, there's a lot mm-hmm. of plugs, you, actually. Yes, yeah, so you have a lot of irons in the fire. Sure, uh, Ted was one of the first EP. people to believe that we were a real company, enough that he earned college credit for writing for our magazine. That was wild. Which is the most anyone's ever been compensated <laughs> as of this recording. <laughs> as of this recording. Uh, more on that later. More on um, that later. But yeah, uh, thanks for coming on, dude. And yeah, I mean, genuinely, Ted is one of my favorite writers on the site. I hope the other writers don't hear this. Um... But yeah, I mean, sorry, Blake, who no. listens to every episode of this podcast. He's a weekly writer. He is. He's yeah, not oh, bi-weekly. No, his takes are fresh. Blake is is weekly, absolutely. He's yeah. the most dedicated. Oh yeah, no, Blake also one of my favorite writers. Um, but yeah, one hundred percent. You guys are really the. Li- I've said this before, but you guys are really the lifeblood of the music section in a lot of ways. Um, CJ, fuck, kill, Mary. Blake, Ted, and Tapley. Uh, Tapley's got to go, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> I love Tapley, but her music output is unfortunately every uh, every couple months rather than every couple days or weeks. So tiss, she's out. Tiss. Uh, unfortunately, she's not it. a she's not a company woman in that way. So mm. uh, you know, you hate to see it. But um, anyway, yeah, we were just saying, you know, I I, I love I love both Ted and Blake, but. Uh, who would you it, fuck and who would you marry? Oh, Probably Mary Blake. I, I got to marry Blake because he's way more consistent. I'm hotter. That's true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Ted Ted is frequently the guy who's like, oh, I'll get you that Flaming Lips review. And then it's like three weeks later. Yeah, no, but, it's going to be a late review. But you know what? Ted, it, it has lots of other irons in the fire, which is why he gets away with a lot of it. But I was going to say, you know, you know t- DJ, t- Ted, yes. <laughs> I have you seen, are. I've seen Ted's like, I just feel like writing growth a lot from when I started as an editor to now. And, and genuinely, like, I... I I delight in seeing Ted's writing, like, see this, like, large growth. I mean, not to get super sentimental about it, because I don't think I've ever just told you this to your face, but, like, I do genuinely message Thomas sometimes and go, holy shit, Ted, like, 
just because of the stuff you turn in is just really really good it, not that it wasn't good before just it i was, think it, it is was uh, bad it, before i i well, can't read my first reviews can but I it, just, it is of another level i think now like now it is like holy shit this is amazing and before i i always thought it was good you know that your takes were always good if the writing maybe wasn't always there but now the writing i think is really really good can i just say we've done 35 episodes of this podcast this is the most nice thing cj has said about <laughs> anything this is the most nice thing i just CJ said i killed my said. girlfriend so it's yeah. true no, CJ's never said anything nice to my face before. Well, Ted, I, Ted is weeping. Yes, we I, have had to cut. Ted and is very uncomfortable. I'm, we're we're I'm back like, now. We had to cut and edit out five minutes of Ted just was, like straight up weeping. Like, it was more like 15. Yeah, I was going to be nice, but like Ted, you're just so honest. I'll cop yes. to it. Yeah, it's, it's fine. No. If I, if I have two people I can hitch the wagon to, uh, Blake and Ted are, are very good ones to, to do it. So, I uh, yeah, anyway. We didn't really have the time to get into the sentimentality with Blake, but I, he would have gotten it, too. Unfortunately, it was, like, 11 a.m., and he had a train to catch, so we one day, really get into it. One day, CJ will say a kind thing about me on this podcast. I'll get you. Nope. I'm going to get you. It'll happen. You You're a co-host. You don't, you don't get the ice yeah. treatment. I believe it. I'll you, get him drunk enough, and he'll you, be like, Kate, you podcast good, and I'll be like, I'm going to put it in my pocket, and I'm going to keep it. Might be tonight. Might What's be everyone tonight. drinking? Uh, Kate's finishing a PBR. Not just a PBR. I literally thought that this was like one of your cool random craft beers that you always surprise Mm -hmm. me with. This is just a very immaculately designed can of PBR. Yeah, they like, uh, that's clearly like the Portland, you know, PBR or whatever. It's really cute. I really like it. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, I was was excited to drink this PBR. Full disclosure, I spent some time at... And by some time, I mean I went to two grocery stores for other reasons and also looked for this for to try and find the, the PBR hard coffee beer that they mm. have. Uh, that will be a future episode. I have yet to find them. I hear they're not that bad. Um, but yeah, you're drinking that and then you also have in front of you... Um, I am just wrapping up this PBR. I am going to have the the Super 8 Super Goes. Yeah, Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head. Should be pretty good. I have no idea Himalayan what this is going to taste like. Is yeah. this a cactus, man? Is this like a super Yeah, if you turn cactus? it around, I think it'll have... There you go. No, nope, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, here we go. Oh, let's read some copy. Our Sessionable Ghosts... Is it Ghosts? Yep. Our Sessionable Ghosts, brewed with a bevy of heroic fruits and quinoa, pours a deep, vibrant red with an ample addition of Hawaiian sea salt. Yeah, it sounds be. like my it dating sounds, profile. It sounds like a good beer. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it is probably. This not is bad. food that I can put in my mouth. Yeah, it should be not bad. Um, I like most of what Dr. Shed does, so cool. it could be cool. Ted, right. what you drinking? Uh, my fourth tall boy of the night is the Made West uh, Pale Ale. Yeah, it's Made good. West, good reputable LA brewery. It's almost done. Uh, at this point in the podcast, well, we're going to go get him a PBR. A then. bad omen. Ted, we <laughs> handed you that beer like 10 minutes ago. Not even. Well, you call it trailer trash. I know. It's true. Ted's he said if he was going to do it, he'd, he'd go big or go home. He's going big. I love it. Uh, I too am going big. This is a therapist, no appointment necessary Imperial IPA. It is a 10.4% beer. If um, only my therapist took walk ins. Am I right? Guys, Los Angeles. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I'm going to get him another PBR. But we should do, say we're doing shots. You and I are just doing pretty standard Evan with Williams whiskey. But Kate is trying something that I'm... I got that is uh, uh, one of the uh, fun, fancy uh, mystery liquors down the street. One of the mystery those. liquors. This is a um, Marti Autentico Licor de Ron. Liquor de Ron. Ron's liquor. Yes, liquor de Ron. Liquor de Ron. <laughs> Cuban style ultra premium rum with natural lime and mint flavor. So it's a mojito infused rum. Um, 
I have given up on doing regular people shots because it is too horrible. Whoa, so I'm doing all the fun, creative ones now. Yeah, no one's ever had this. You opened this bottle. I did. Us, it so. smells good. It, I, looks, it looks like absinthe. It, it, well, absinthe is disgusting. Yeah, so. but it looks like that. It's green, is what Ted's trying to say. Well, I think it's that's just the bottle. I think, and I think. because and because you no, can't actually, really actually, you know what, Ted, I take that back. It does have kind of an absinthe, like old timey. You can't really look at the label and understand what it is, which is kind of how an absinthe would be. It's true. It says mojito in big, big letters. But if if you didn't, if you looked at it from my perspective, which is like a left hand angle, which is not, not looking on. at the label. Let it be known, she's looking at it straight on. I'm looking at it from like a from Ted. An angle. We're gonna have a great night. All cheers. Right, cheers. I'm gonna go get Ted another uh, PBR here in a moment. Mm. Verdict? Ooh, that ain't bad. Decent shot. Yeah. Let's jump into some trailers. We're finally kind of in Oscar season, so we have two that are going to be pretty Oscar-y. I think I have to imagine. Oscar-y. Oscar-y. Uh, the first one is The Irishman. Hello? Hey, my friend. I got that kid I was talking to you about here. I'm gonna put him on the phone and let you talk to him, okay? Hello? Is that Frank? Yes. Hiya, Frank. This is Jimmy Hoffa. Glad to meet you. Glad to meet you, too, even if it's over the phone. Our friend speaks very highly of you. Thank you. Only three people in the world have one of these. And only one of them is Irish. I heard you paint houses. No, please, no, no, please. Yes, I do, sir. This is the new Martin Scorsese movie out on Netflix. The Netflix that's long been, uh, I, he's been trying to make this movie, I think, for... Uh, really? Fucking long time, yeah. Is, like a Robert, is Robert... Here's the big question. I'm just going to go right for the throat here. Yeah, go for it. Is Robert De Niro digitally de-aged in this film? Kate hasn't been on Twitter in weeks. Yes, 100% <laughs> okay. de-aged. Uh, My whole Twitter is 30 to 50 feral hogs. So, yes, he is de-aged. They have de-aged De Niro in this movie. Um, Robert de-aged, am I right? De Niro didn't de-aged. Didn't see that one anymore I'd be, on Twitter. I would be yeah. exploding on Twitter <laughs> if I'd been on Twitter in the last three weeks other than 30 to 50 feral hogs. So here's the thing. is I, I think this trailer does something that I think is like very brash, which is like this slow reveal, this slow panned reveal of De Niro as a de-aged man. Like it starts literally at the side of his face where he just kind of looks like De Niro and then slowly but surely throughout the trailer there are quick cuts and it'll show a little bit more of his face before finally it's just like head on like real real extreme close up. And it's like doesn't look that great. Like it looks fine. I would say it's fine. My last experience with like digital de-aging because I well documented on this podcast, I am not a Star Wars person. Yes. Um, my most recent experience with digital de-aging was um, Jeff Bridges and the new Tron. Yeah, which was, and, that, and even that was a that decade ago. That looked pee bad. This yeah. looks okay, but also, if I'm making a trailer, I'm gonna pick the best looking shot that we have to reveal this to the world. And the fact that the best looking shot is like, not pretty good. Makes me think that it's going to get worse. Also, why? Because Jimmy Hoffa? Like, because he was a young... So this is, is he playing Jimmy Hoffa? I didn't get a lot from this trailer. Uh, well, no. So, uh, I, well, I'm pretty sure it doesn't... Uh, 
what's his name say he's Jimmy Hoffa? Uh, not Did De Niro, De Niro not say that he's Jimmy Hoffa? Not De Niro. Pacino, Pacino says, yeah, yeah. I'm Jimmy Hoffa. Pacino is Jimmy yeah. Hoffa. So um, who's De Niro? De Niro, so... He's the, the Irishman? This is based... Or is Kennedy the Irishman? This is... Uh, I'm very good, concerned. That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. This is based on a book called I Heard They Paint Houses. That was the script that had been floating around. That title for, tells me fucking nothing. Well, so I heard you paint houses was the code word that they would use when they call. That's why it when like they call. Sounds like an ambient album. It, it very much so does. You can find it in the Bandcamp picks uh, next week. But <laughs> when, like, basically, it was the code word that they would use. So that so he would call De Niro and go, "I heard you paint houses," and then he would say yes, and then he would, and then that would lead to a transaction of information in which De Niro was basically saying, "Yeah, I'll go kill someone for you for ah, sure. I am an assassin. Awesome. I will go murder." Someone. I'm gonna paint the shit out of that house. I I'm gonna I, paint it until it cannot be painted anymore. Gonna paint it red. So I, but like that is that's so that's I'm throwing pens around everywhere. That's I, such a better title for this movie. Too. That's that's it my really biggest. Is. That's yeah, my biggest it, thing. It, it draws a, a vivid and disgusting. Image the Irishman of, means nothing. I heard you paint houses is a dope to say. B yeah. super cool if you say it correctly. I heard you paint houses. And C just like I more interesting. Have, I may have painted a house or two in my time. Yes, exactly. Some. some Tarps have been laid. Some paint brushes have been acquired. I watch a lot of Bob Ross because I'm going through a very difficult time in my life right now where I'm just real stressed. Well, fun fact, Bob Ross used to murder people. I believe it. He yeah. is choosing. There's got to be a dark secret. It's not like Mr. Rogers. I think there could only be one. <laughs> yeah, right. There could um, only be one. And we already know that nothing is wrong with Mr. Rogers, so it had to be Bob Ross. Oh, we'll get into Mr. Rogers in a future episode. Do we will. Do not worry. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like that, I, I totally wrote down the same note. Way better name. I heard you paint houses. It's just like so much more. It's electric. badass. It's yeah. mysterious. It's cool. You want to check it out? The Irishman means so it's, very it's, little. It's a Hollywood movie off the bat. That said, the Irishman is in a lot of ways very in line with the naming conventions of films like Goodfellas and Casino. Well, yeah, and that, um, that was the shit. But even part Casino was, tells me more than casinos, the Irishman. Casinos are a badass institution in America. They're one of the only badass institutions in the American West. Let's list them all out. Badass institutions in the West. Casino. Go. Casinos. Bars. Bars. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you right here. You say it, we'll say it. Rodeo, rodeo, rodeos, 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 for sure, okay, absolutely. Uh, Monster, Monster truck rally. rallies. Yep, yep, we're on it on the same one. Uh, build a bear workshop. Build a bear workshop. Yep. <laughs> yep. And yes. It, and uh, my little pony. My little pony convention. That's furries. less of. Uh, that's furries, not really a business. No. Now you've just devolved into things that happen at like hotels. I think so. Ted thinks that build a bear workshop is where you go to like fuck the bears. I think that's where that impulse. Ted, was. do you have anything to say? Ted, uh, say it. It's okay. We accept you. No, I no comment. I, I don't I recently saw Car Seat Headrest. I said all those He's a furry. That's he is. That's true. That's true. Nothing wrong with being a furry. Oh. Yeah. What I'll say <laughs> on this trailer is what I was expecting was Goodfellas, and what I got was, like, AI Gangs of New York. What you got was well, Goodfellas. In fairness, he did do Gangs of New York as well. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not as good as Goodfellas. Absolutely. Here That's was my boring. take on this trailer. At the beginning of this trailer, I went... Oh, and at the end of this trailer, I went, uh. See, I think I'm, now I think that you guys are nailing something that it was probably pretty prominent when the trailer dropped in terms of what the cultural consciousness was like assessing the film as. I was pretty hyped on it. Like, I won't lie, like, A, Joe Pesci's back. 
fucking love Joe Pesci. Yeah, Pesci's. yeah, no, cool. it's, it's so, the all-star cast. Yeah, I mean, he, he picked the three biggest, like, most iconic gangster film actors of all time, yeah, arguably. Yeah, he picked the actors that wanted to Pacino, see De Niro, movie. Pesci, bang. No, those three guys haven't been in a movie actually together ever. I mean, they've we've, we've seen, you know, they've bobbed and weaved out of similar stuff, but it's like even De Niro and Pacino were only ever in Heat, and it's for one fucking scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. here they're in a movie acting together, um... I'm in for it. And then, on top of it all, like, I just think... And I think that this trailer, you know, for whatever it's worth, does a good job of, like... I think that he makes movies that are big in ways that aren't seen big anymore. Like, like, like Scorsese is one of the few guys out there that has the clout to make movies that seem like they're fucking larger than life. And while also seeming like, you know, absolutely his singular vision. And I think that's fucking awesome. I literally don't know what this movie's about. Well, That's how I feel murdering too. Murdering people? It's, Who cares? Murdering people? Why is there Kennedy was, there in this was, trailer? There wasn't, yeah, exactly. Are they murdering Kennedy? Well, is Kennedy the Irishman? Is De Niro the Irishman? Isn't there a whole conspiracy that Hoffa killed Kennedy? Is there? I think There's so. like 8 million Hoffa. You're fucking up, CJ. You're dropping up. You broke the pen. I don't know what this movie's about. Why is Kennedy... They Did Robert De Niro kill him? Who... Who paints the houses? Whose house are we in? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that well I think the all the mob tie like conspiracy theories about Kennedy I think in some way always line back up with they always like there are lots of mob ones but I think some of them involve Hoffa so I would imagine that there is some aspect of this that is positing back to that I don't know I think it's a bad trailer if I watch a trailer and I don't know what a movie's about it's about the mob. That's all you can deduce. But it's fucking Scorsese. Scorsese. No, Every movie he does is about the fucking mob. Exactly. Not true. Most. No, that's not even. They're all about crime. Pew, pew, crime pew, away. Crime boy. He has like four or five movies, and everyone's like, "Those are like that's what Scorsese does," and it's very annoying because the dude's made like a billion movies, and they're all very good. Yeah, money. <laughs> that's good. Who was that? Every fucking film professor who's ever pretended to be friends with Scorsese. Yeah, of course, but it was good. Um, <laughs> because yeah. I've heard it so many times. I think there is a funny thing going on with the music in this trailer, actually, that is trying to mimic kind of the idea of You know what, I you're use. right. Last Temptation of Christ is not about the mob. Correct. It very, is about Christ. Very good film. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, there's a cool thing going on with the music where it's like it's kind of like the Yeezus like stuff going on in uh, in the Wolf of Wall Street trailer, but then like it never really builds the yeah, same the Wolf kind of, of Wall thing. Street is good, and you can tell from the trailer... Oh, Wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm going to spend so much time when this movie drops texting you guys and being like, yo, CJ is going to edit out all that nice shit he said <laughs> you're, about you. You're going to be like, oh, the Wolf of Wall Street trailer was so bad. No, it's one of the 15, 20 best trailers of this decade, but like, it's, not it's like, I'm sure this no, movie like, will be like good. one of the top, like, two. That's a great trailer. You know That's what it is, though? Trailer. You know what it is, though? CJ, do you want to know what it is, though? What is it, though? I just don't know if I'm interested in, like, these old guard directors doing the thing that they've always done. That's Dude, it, it's old white men with old white Italian Oh, my actors. God. That's the worst take anyway. No, but here's the thing. It's not, like, ugh, old white men. It's just, like, there's so much... Like, we have trailers that we're talking about later in this episode from, like, new up-and-coming directors that are just so much more exciting to me. Like, I don't doubt that this movie is going to be good and, like, De Niro, awesome. Al Pacino, fantastic. Joe Pesci, great. But it's just, like, it's just stuff that I've seen before. It's hard for me to really have a fire under my ass about it. you know how it. old Martin Scorsese is? Do you, hey, do you know he's a living legend? He's done more for film preservation and making world cinema, no, like, an available thing than any other person in the world. He's a genius. I accept that. 
but it doesn't make me more excited the to see s- this movie than I am to see the a sands movie we're going to talk about later. The Sands of Time of the Man Who Gave Us Silence. An excellent film, if either of you bothered to see it. Never saw it. Why would I see it? It's four hours long. And it's got Adam Driver in it, one of the great actors of our that's generation. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's there, true. there you go. Um, <laughs> Ted is on my wavelength. <laughs> the sands of time that he has are very few. Like, the number of great movies we get to see out of Martin Scorsese is limited. And the idea that someone is going to say, hey, Marty, this is coming out on Netflix. You do whatever the fuck you want. For the first time in the guy's goddamn life... Like, he doesn't have to worry about, like... Is, uh, this, stu- is this straight to Netflix? It's Netflix it, it will, it will, and limited in theaters. Yes, it will, it will Which makes Oscar me poll. go, hmm. So, so for most of the country, straight to Netflix. Yeah, just, like, I, just actually, like with that, Roma. That makes me like it more. That makes me like it more. Just like with Roma. It'll, yeah. It'll That's so, true. So, Roma yeah, was very good. Yeah. That was a but it doesn't, but it doesn't feel like... Here's the thing about Roma, which I also did not see, and I'm going to oh talk about it anyway. God. I Roma, didn't see any yeah. fucking Roma, movies in 2018. Ten, the We've ten, been over this. One of the ten best... Well, you should have seen it in theaters, because that's the way I see it, but one of the ten best movies I've seen this decade. But here's the thing. Even for Cuaron... Yes. Roma, a black and white Spanish language film, is a gamble. I understand why it's on Netflix. Why is this, which is essentially like what we... Again, I'm sure this looks great... Essentially what we come to expect from Scorsese on Netflix. Well, A, I, I don't know how many other people wouldn't be like, yo, just cast someone younger and make them older. Like, yeah. versus yeah. de-aging someone, which is a notoriously dubious, you know, form yeah. of technology. The uncanny valley that exists there is... We'll get to deep. that in a different episode. Different episode. Which but, we may have already gotten to? I don't know. I don't know. Um... But, I mean, that's a pretty big risk. Also, like, it's not like a lot of people are saying yes to Scorsese anymore. I think that that really is, like, a somewhat misnomer. He tried to get silence made for 20 years. No one wanted to do it. Like, it took someone saying, taking the risk of saying, yeah, sure, you go do this. Like, he didn't make any money on it. You look at the silence box office. But fucking like... Scorsese doing, like, a crimey, mafia-y, hoffa-y and look, I... movie? Like, it's, it's such a slam dunk to me. I am having squinty eyes at this being on Netflix. Maybe. Maybe. I, I think that finally someone said, look, here's the here's the amount of money you need for your insane crime ethic that you've been wanting to make for 10 to 12 years. Here's the money, and here you can finally cast the people, the, the, the all-star guys you want. I mean, I, I think here's the thing, right? We look at every other version of the cast of Silence, Daniel Day-Lewis, Benicio Del Toro, there were all these guys in it where you're like, yeah, that movie would have been better if someone would have just said, fuck yeah, let's make this happen. But no one yeah. ever did, for whatever reason. He had the actors, just no one wanted to finance it. So then he settled for what was a very, you know, whatever. Like, the cast of that movie is good. Liam Neeson, good actor. Adam Driver, good actor. Fucking Andrew Garfield, decent actor, I guess. Um, <laughs> whiny little bitch. But, like, it's fine. Like, he gets great performance out of him, and it's a great movie. And I genuinely think that. And and I think that, like, he probably had tons of other versions of this movie presented to him that were not the thing that he actually wanted to do. And then, like, you know, Netflix comes along and gives you the blank check, and it's like, you're Martin Scorsese. Like, yes, you get to make whatever movie you want, but also not always the movie you want with the money you have. Who like, the fuck wouldn't write Martin Scorsese a blank check? I don't know. The people that, like, you know, looked at silence and said, yeah, we're not interested in this. Because it was too close to a... You know, I don't know, Last Temptation of Christ kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He, like, he's starting to feel more like an Orson Welles than an Ari Aster. Yeah. Sure. Like, I'm more excited about Ari Aster. Yeah, me too. I mean, he's he's a living legend, but he is a legend. Not like, not to say that like they're like Ari Aster's movies are better than Scorsese's movies because they aren't. 
They be, aren't. Again, an insane that would be the same thing, thing to say it's not true. But I'm more excited about Ari Aster as a young, like, new, I'm fresh not, voice again, than I am about Scorsese doing uh, the same like, thing. The, the whole country's over old white guys, and, like, he, like, Scorsese but it's not even the about old him, white director. It's not even about him doing an old white guy. Like, even Tarantino, which, again, I'm going to talk about a movie that I haven't seen because I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood you yet. You haven't? It's great. I it's know. Amazing. I know it's right. It's an old white guy. No, but it's, it's an old white guy, but it's still... Tarantino doing something a little bit different, doing something more personal. It's well, not. Let's, let's watch what the movie. I mean, like whatever. Here's the other thing. Again, like, we're talking about a trailer, which is the caveat of this whole podcast. No, I know. The, I mean, the other thing I would say is that, like, yes, maybe this is him doing greatest hits, which whatever. Like, you'll buy a Stone's greatest hits record. And, totally. Believe it or not, like all those songs fucking rip. No, nah, but, but but this doesn't feel like a Scorsese greatest hits. I'll say and, that. Okay. Well then. I mean, but then, I, then, I disagree. There I think is it does argument. feel like greatest hits. Then there's your argument though. Like, I think it's greatest hits in the sense that like yes, when we think of Scorsese, we think of Goodfellas first, probably right. And Goodfellas is this crime sweeping epic that is multiple decades and is this entire like insane vision. And, when, and then I think personally of Casino. You could think of probably a thousand other secondary films, yeah. but like you know, whatever. Like, and then you're like, wow, another multi-decade insane crime movie. Again, great. I mean, we haven't. I know it seems like those movies are very, you know, in the culture. Those movies are now thirty years old. <laughs> like, yes, he has maybe done that before. We haven't seen him play that game. I guess you could argue The Departed, but it's a pretty different look and feel of, you know, I think. Uh, so, so what this feels like to me is another Scorsese movie he wants to have studied. And, like, mm. he wants other people to, like, basically be, like... What's wrong with that? Nothing. But it's not exciting. What? He wants film majors to be, like, wow, what a movie. And the rest of America to be, like, yeah, I didn't see it. He does that sometimes. I mean, well, I, I, yeah, I think, I think, him, I think he is at, almost at his most exciting when he makes movies that are similar to that. Where it's, like, why would I not make a movie that, like... I think the fact that he doesn't sometimes give a shit about whether or not people fucking see his movie is important. I that's mean, like, fine I think, to me. I think the Irishman I is the opposite I... of that. But like, if that's your argument, like, whatever. Like, I'm. I think this is him make. This is him playing the hits. This is him giving you either De Niro or DiCaprio, which is those are his guys. Yep. And he is saying, yeah, let's make fucking make this movie. His next movie, just greenlit, is De Niro and DiCaprio, and it'll probably implode mm. on himself. Like. Those two guys have basically been destined to work together for fucking the entire time Scorsese since the moment Scorsese was like, Yeah, you're the kid. Yeah, so this this will be his once upon a or this this will be his um fucking hateful eight, but the next one will be his once upon a time in Hollywood. Like maybe. Yeah, that's kinda how this feels. Alright, if you say so. This, I don't like that. CJ is very attacked. I really do love Scorsese, and, the, and when there there was this whole Twitter thing where people were like attacking, they were attacking T- Tarantino and Scorsese, which like I don't care about one or the other, but you know, or my like, favorite I don't care about thing Tarantino. in the world now is to just like roast Sergio, our film editor, about Tarantino, apropos of nothing. Yeah, I don't care. It's my Tar- favorite thing to do. I don't care about Tarantino that <laughs> and much. And every time I do it, Thomas, our editor in chief, messages me and is like, "Kate, stop!" And I'm like, "I won't." Yeah, <laughs> but, I, but there were people that were like slandering like the editing, which like is. A whole, it's not, a fucking trailer. Not the understanding and well, just a, like the filmmaker in general. And I was just like, "Holy shit, dude!" Like, can you imagine just having such a closed worldview of really thinking that Tarantino only did like three movies? He only did Wolf of Wall Street, Casino, and fucking Goodfellas. Like, I just have a very like 
I, I feel bad for those people. Like, they've never seen, like, yeah. a large scope of the guy's movies and also have no idea what he's done for the totally. genre, you know, which I think is, like, how far outweighs anything he's done. Also, watch Raging Bull sometime. Like, I, I don't know. No, I mean, know? that's, that's all You just named amazing movies, and he's an amazing director. I love Scorsese. I love Hugo, you know? I'm Hugo's one of the, good. I'm one of the people who's yeah. out here sticking their neck out for fucking Hugo, which I, is coming you're, to Broadway You're one of the soon. few, but I respect it. Yeah. Um, Hugo, they, they showed to you at Chapman. They did. Did you watch it? No. At Chapman, when you started Chapman, your very first ever uh, film aesthetic screening, you watch A Trip to the Moon, and then they give you 3D glasses, and you watch Hugo in 3D in the Folino. uh, It's actually so good of a movie that they stopped doing that. Uh, it sucks because it was, it's, it's very much like, wow, movies are magic. I'm in film school. This is crazy. And then they fucking just like nail you with Uchen on Deleu and you're like, why am I here? The, the 3D version of that movie is very good too. It is cool. Um, another, yeah. another version where they, I think they were like, why would you make this in 3D? And then he was like, let's fucking make and it. And again, out. I'm pro Scorsese. Like let the man do whatever the fuck he wants, but this might not but be, his, this might not be the next Goodfellas. That's my yeah. only take. And the thing is like... Scorsese is awesome, but between the two, if it's like, okay, here's a brand new Scorsese film, and here's a brand new Ari Aster film, like, which one am I more excited about? Which Ari Aster gets another 50 years of making movies, though. I know! That's why I'm more excited to yeah, see what and, he does! Yeah, and when, when will be, like, when he's fucking 80, we'll be bored of him. I know, like, I, feel, yeah. I feel, yeah, alright, I guess I'm speaking for, uh, as the ageist candidate here, but like, yeah, I feel bad, like... I hope we don't just put him out to pasture when the dude's making interesting movies at 80. Not everyone is. If he makes an interesting movie, then he makes an interesting movie. I'm just saying, like, on the sniff test from this trailer, I am not jumping up and down to go and see this. Well, no, it, it's confusing and, like, vapid. Well, I, I heard you paint houses looks fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> that movie looked good. If yeah. the title, honestly, I will be perfectly honest... A lot of my confusion is coming from the title. It tells me literally nothing about the film. If we they had a different we... title, I maybe would have liked it more. It, the, the title's like, oh my god, he's Irish. He lives in New York. And then he's not. That's half of New York. But <laughs> Gangs of New York's a terrible title. But they're all I'm, Irish. But I never watched Gangs of New York because I fell asleep in the first five minutes. It's a long Ted, film. Ted, you're missing one of the great performances of all time. I, it's I, a long I, film. It's a long film. Ted, there's a reason you and I only talk music. I'm realizing right now. All right. Let's jump into the lighthouse. Tell me, what's a timber man want with being a wiki? Just looking to earn a living. It's like any man. Starting new. On the run. Secrets, are you? No, sir. Why just spill your beans? Why just spill your beans? Go ahead. Go off. A pretentious epic. A pretentious epic. That's your take on it. Yeah, no, I I mean, I watched, I listened to the the A24 interview on the A24 podcast between Ari Aster and um, 
Sounds like a podcast I should be written about on the site somewhere. I could write about it. Um, whatever the <laughs> fuck this guy's name is. Perhaps coming soon. Robert uh, Eggers. Robert Eggers, who I confuse with Dave Eggers, the author. Um, look, they they inspired me to watch some fucking, uh, what's his name? Horror, uh, God damn it. I don't know, Persona, Ingmar Bergman. Yeah, Ingmar Bergman. No, yeah. Persona's fucking nuts. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I watched it's it. It's amazing. Because, because of their podcast. Yes, it's it, pretty wild. It feels like they made a Criterion Collection film on purpose. Yeah. But they did do that, and it's fucking well, the, yeah, sick. Yeah, they did it <laughs> 30 or 40 years before Criterion. Yeah, this... yeah. Well, but, but like... <laughs> oh, you mean The Lighthouse. But like Eggers. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, watching yeah. it, and uh, I'm like, sure. damn, this is like a... This is an old school film I'd gawk at. Like, it's Absolutely. fucking Well, yeah, sick. it's shot in Academy ratio, which is wild. Like, it's black and white. It's pretty much a two-hander, you know, just j- just our boy Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson fucking getting drunk it's, it's, in a lighthouse. I am so proud of my son. Okay. It's, it's I'm gonna, so it's gonna, proud Teddy, of got, him. You gotta le- let's let her do the thing. I'm so proud of Robert Pattinson. He is crushing it. And immediately when we put this trailer on, I looked over at CJ and I'm like, CJ, you really set yourself up here because you know what movie I get to talk about now. I know. Are you going to... Ted, what Maybe. movie do you think we get to talk about now? Ted, who has not listened to a single episode of this podcast. Go ahead. Just tell me. Now, what what Robert Pattinson movie do you think we get to talk about now? Twilight. Yeah, oh. that's it! We get to and talk about it! And it's a good it. movie. I just watched no. it in Hollywood. No, Twilight. it's not. You were there! Twilight's a bad yeah, movie. I was there! It's a good movie. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. Twilight. It's terrible. All the Twilight movies are it's, pretty it's, bad. They're terrible. I, lo- I love that it. film, but I have to say, watching it at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery was fucking life-changing. People laughing at it, you're like, oh, this is bad. Well, because the, the movie starts this is robert pattinson related yes movie starts robert pattinson is coming on as edward and everyone's going yay woo yay and jacob comes on and he's the other boy that bella likes and everyone's like boo and then there's a scene where um so in the movie he like stops a van that's about to hit bella like with his are you hand. explaining this to me or the audience i've seen both the movie. okay so he stops it and there's a and bella's like whoa what the fuck and so she confronts him and she's like i know that i saw you stop the van you were you were across the parking lot and then i saw you stop the van how did you do that and he's like what are you talking about bella i was standing right next to you and he's like and she's like no you weren't you were way across the parking lot and i watched you stop it with your hand he's like no you must have hit your head pretty hard and she's like i didn't i know what i saw and he's like who's gonna believe you and it's like Oh no! And then the next time when he comes on screen, everyone at the cemetery is like, "Boo, Edward, boo!" It was transcendent. It was so I, much I think, fun. I think Jacob is like a like a, an abnormally possessed like gaslighter. Edward, yeah. Edward is. Jacob is not a gaslighter. No, no. Jacob's a fuck or Edward's a fuckboy. No, totally. Jacob's a gaslighter. They're both. Wait, Edward's the vampire. There's a reason there's competition. Edward, Edward's a <laughs> fuckboy, but Jacob's gaslighter. I don't know, man. Edward gaslights are pretty fucking hard in that movie. It is like so intense. No, gaslighting in the way where it's like I think, at, in some it's degree, to her own safety. It's like, literally yeah, yeah, he's trying like not that to kill scene. her. It's literally like that scene from Midsommar where like they're having that conversation about like, well, I just wish that you would have told me about this trip. Yes. And then it like you literally watch it happen in real time how he turns it around and then she's apologizing. Yeah. It was like that, but it was meant to be romantic. Yes. Anyway, but she doesn't apologize in the movie. No, she doesn't. No, she's just like, "Oh my god." 
this fuckboy ass just fucked me over. I know. And but she's, 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 she's like, oh, though. he's so hot, though. Yeah, and she I love pulls it. out her fucking iPod, and she plays Muse, and it's a whole thing. Oh, my God. So there's a DJ set that they do before they start the movies at the Hollywood River Cemetery, yes. and when they play fucking supermassive black hole, everybody's screaming. Oh I was living my bliss. Anyway, I am so proud of Robert Pattinson. This movie looks great. As most people, I am. St- I, I while I do not care about the bad Twilight franchise, of which I have watched Twilight recently within the last several months. You watched it within the last several months, and you didn't tell me. Uh, I only caught Twilight's the last good. probably hour and fifteen, so I I missed the CJ, first like probably half hour. Why would you watch Twilight? We've been doing this podcast for almost a year. Well, I, I watched it and I it didn't come up relevantly, and also I think it's bad. Um, but why? I'm hurt. What that you weren't invited? Why wouldn't you? If you were watching Twilight, why wouldn't you tell me about Twilight? I brought well, it up I, like I would, twenty would, consecutive episodes. I'm thirty. Well, that's why. Me. That's why I, I I I relevantly will engage with the conversation. <laughs> I don't need to let people know I've seen it. <laughs> it's good. Twilight's a good. It's franchise. not. It's a bad. It's franchise. not. Ted, Ted. Ted. I love Twilight, and it's really. It's, Ted, you can it's you not. can die on the. It's so bad. It's good. Hill, all you want, but it's they're the not good. Is, it's bad. Oh, so now you turn on me. I do. Now, I'm not turning on you, Ted. I def- I defend one thing. We defend on the Ted. Pride. Catherine Hardwick was there. We walked among her. She made a beautiful blue film. Oh my god! Yes, that's true. It is so blue. It's unbelievably blue. It is so blue, and not blue like obscene. Blue like literally the color blue. It's 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 very and also blue. maybe emotionally. Azul. Blue. It's it's S yes. Azul. It's, that is it's right. A blue movie. <laughs> it's an Instagram filter before there was one. It's I, true. I, 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 and that's why it's good. But the take I, <laughs> I and many others have had, and this also came up when, you know, he took on the Batman role, was that He's if a Robert great Batman, pa- he has a strong jaw. Well, that's all you need. He has yet to be Batman yet. But all anyone has to say is like, if, well, not all anyone, all intelligent people have to say is if Robert Pattinson wants to keep taking on roles like Batman and Twilight to keep making fucking weird movies like Lighthouse and Good Time, God bless him. Like, Done. If yeah, he takes on Batman and makes a billion dollars, then he never has to work again, and then he just gets to keep making the weirdest art house films ever because that's clearly what he's good at, and that's cl- like that's clearly what the lighthouse is. I, I love it. If it gives I me good time too, thank God. Yeah, yeah man. I, I agree. Well, there that would be a that'd be an interesting movie actually. Yeah, I literally really cannot wait to see Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe growing around in a lighthouse. That makes me so happy. I love the idea of the two of them in a movie together. Right. My take is that this is movie of the year, even if it's trying to be a Criterion film, which it will be. It's fine. <clears throat> That's ready? fine. Here we go, right? Oh my god, that burnt my nose a lot. Impression corner, right? <clears throat> yes. How long have we been on this rock? <laughs> Five weeks? Two days? Help me to recollect. It's good. Thank you. That's it's, my it's, that's my Willem Dafoe. Oh, <clears throat> um, Ted, since you're on this podcast. Are you familiar with the um, too, oh my too Dead to Die? Is that uh, what the fuck was that movie called? The Dead the Don't Dead, Die? die. Yeah. Dead Don't Die. Are you familiar with this I, trailer? I, I could have been, but I didn't drop the money to go see it. Yeah, you don't have to. Did you I watch did. the trailer, though? Do you know what Adam Driver says no, in this I, trailer? No, I saw the posters in Highland Park, and the fact that there's movie posters in Highland Park can, says enough. Can you just really, say... Can you say one word? You just have to say ghouls. Say the word ghouls. It was ghoulish. No, 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 no. say the word ghouls. ghouls. I saw some ghouls. No, no, no. no, no. We just, just want the just one word, ghouls. Ted. Ghouls. Perfect. Nah, it wasn't perfect, but you'll get it when you see the movie one day. We'll show it to you. Great Sturgill Simpson had that movie. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, this movie looks lit as fuck. I'm so the happy facial for my hair. son. Can we talk about the facial oh, hair in this movie? Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. Mwah. Willem Dafoe doesn't get facial hair enough. Robert Pattinson's mustache is amazing. Fucking Chef's kiss all chops around. Oh, happening. Like, fuck it. Like, what, what's it called when you don't have the bottom beard and it's just like a like a mustache that uh, just kind of... I think it's called a mustache. No, 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 no. no. You, she's saying like connects to the it, thing. It like connects. Chops. It's like a beard. No, because no, mutton chops are over here on the side of your face. It's when it you, all connects. You come down and then you go. it comes up. Pure and then it's a mustache. I like that we keep like aggressively like asking Ted what it is when he clearly doesn't know. <laughs> hey Siri. Oh, no. How what how are you gonna ask? What's it called when you have a mustache where it starts on the side like that and then goes down and connects to the rest of the beard, but there's nothing on the chin? Called when you have a mustache where it starts on the side like that and then goes down and connects to the rest of the beard, but there's nothing on the chin. Wait, what Check is this? It what does it say actually though? List of facial hairstyles, beard and facial hair guide, gentleman's gazette, beard growing milestones, mad biking beard company. They definitely all look like they're like a Mississippi half step away from working at a carnival. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like they're very That's close to being strong men or something, right? This yeah. movie looks like the last flaming lips album. Yeah, you're probably you're not. Right. Okay, it looks like go. almost oh, all the flaming lips records. This is a chart. Yes. Uh, burn sides. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's mm, kind of. Is this what we're looking at? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's hard because all the people then in the picture. You're only showing. only Portland oh. would name a neighborhood after a bad facial hair. <laughs> yes. Burn also sides. Very true. Oh, friendly mutton chops. <laughs> well, none of these characters look friendly, for the record. <laughs> That's, what it That's says. probably closer, actually. Yeah, friend, friendly mutton chop. Maybe, it's hard though because they all have right glasses head. in your picture, so they're all like meant to be a hipster douchebags, and neither of these characters are actually. Yeah, they'd you. both be like people that would like you know somehow steal from you and like rob you. Like they they're not good people. They're just they like they they get drunk and then they're like yeah, very angry see, at each other. Because see, mutton chops is like this Ted, where it's like just on the sides, but he's got like the his connects a little his, bit. His connects. So we're no, we're talking. No, it's a Victorian mutton chop. It's like a dishonest friendly mutton chop. I will I will Google this. A and Victorian see if can... mutton chop, I think, is correct. Yeah, but although this scene, I would imagine this takes place far past like the Victorian. Friendly energy, mutton chops, but it has Victorian energy. Sure, well, that's yes. The... This is what we're looking at. Um. The, to grow friendly mutton chops, allow sideburns to grow to the corners of your mouth at the same time, allowing the mustache to grow too. Allow the two to connected to each other, then terminate part of the sideburns by drawing an imaginary vertical line defined at each corner of the mouth. There you go. Yeah. That is what it's called. This movie looks um, fucking dope. I love this movie. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And then they're just like, they keep going, watch you spill your beans. Like throughout I, the trailer? What does that even mean? I would let Robert Pattinson spill his beans all over me. Oh, I'd yeah, let Willem Dafoe. Deadass. Dead I'm, I'm for Pattinson, but yeah. Uh, top, my, top three of the year. My last uh, theoretical projection is that we're going to get... We're going to go... This is this is the, the triple crown, baby. This is the, the three in a row. The three-peat. The fucking hat trick for Willem Dafoe. He's going to get another Oscar nomination. I'm so stoked for the Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Three in a row, three years. That's very difficult to do. More my, Dafoe. God, God bless that guy. If it's Dafoe... You gotta go. At Eternity's Gate, amazing. And then he also got one for a Florida project, and then he's gonna get one for this. And I'm just like, my guy is the greatest looking actor. He's, he doesn't have to win another Oscar in his life, and we all know it. And I love it. Willem Dafoe's team, if you're listening, you can have this. If it's Dafoe, you gotta go. Great. That's very good. It's good. You gotta go. Except it seems like a negative. No, in a lot because of ways. you need the inflection. It, it doesn't work as it, much it, in text. But in the inflection, if it's Dafoe, 
you gotta go. To the movies. Yeah. To like the a movie. dot dot dot. Dot 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 to the movies. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, now, that's now, a sti- now we're talking. That's a sticker. That's as long a sticker. as we're on it. Um, we're, we'll, we'll get to it later. We'll get to it at the end. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, let's <laughs> do a real brief rapid fire. Um, it's never brief. You're full of lies. It's got to be. There are multiple episodes to be had. Um, all right, let's do it. Ready? The Fanatic. This looks fucking nuts. And boring. I'm happy for John Trump for boring? doing this. Straight to Netflix ass movie. Fuck that shit. Really? I kind of feel the same way, actually. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm in Nightmare World. This, I that's like, how I, I felt about Irishman. I feel like, I feel I feel like, like this like, is really cool. I feel like I saw the most intense scenes in the trailer. Yeah, probably. I just, I, like, I feel like, for me, on paper, the idea that John Travolta was in a movie directed by Fred Durst is, Yeah, like, it's epic. I, I did the Googling. It was awesome. I was so expecting to love it, but, like... I was, like, all in on that part of it, and then that was 100%, I feel like, not. And I, I watched the trailer, and it's like, oh, this is the Fred Durst movie I Googled? Like, oh, bummer. Yeah. This looks fun! It's it's a fucking misery in 2019. Yes. With John Tra instead well, of Fred. It's misery. If who, you, what's I, it, Kathy Bates? I don't know. Kathy Bates, yeah. Are, are, are you trying to Stephen King equate this movie? Are you kidding me? It's literally misery. But it's no, misery it's if John Travolta it's, it's was like... like watered down misery. It's it's that if, if, if Kathy Bates was A, trying to be like a no Jason Voorhees <laughs> on top of like also being special needs, question mark? Hmm. Which yeah. I feel like the that's thing is, where like, there's a lot of We work. all know these people. Oh? Oh. No? <laughs> no. I do not know no. Uh, John Travolta type. <laughs> You've never come into contact with these, like, insane, obsessed fan people? Not, uh, not to this degree. I was at Comic-Con. I've been to Comic-Con a couple times. I, I just don't never think I... Comic-Con. I Comic-Con's well, fun as hell. Ted, ne- Ted never, maybe, maybe sit down and check yourself, never, okay? I've never, we, I've never been conned. Uh, maybe... Learn your I place. got conned so hard, man. I was out sick for a fucking week after I got home from Comic-Con. But I never saw, like, the true, like, the, the true fanatics that they're trying to pitch, like, the obsessives in this. Like, I saw people that, like, loved, like, the thing, but also obviously knew that they were, like, in public places and, and meeting people that, like, had lives. Like, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe those people secretly have, like, other identities. I, I just never got management. the same vibe. Sure. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just felt like this person that I like that all the like the Kathy Bates type. Yeah. It I never see running through that DNA like of, of the of the fan. It's, it reminds me a little bit of, like Big Fan, the, the yeah. Patton Oswalt movie, which is very good. Who he is also kind of is revealed to be this not sociopath, but like an over fan. Um, I like John Traw in this role. I no, me too. I mean, yeah, I think that's I agree the thing. With that. For me, he has entered an interesting air of, uh, he's, like, in the Nick Cage realm of, yeah. like, he seems to say yes to Oh, everyone. but how great would Nick Cage be in this role? Also very good. I, I think, like, they both seem to say just yes to anything, which oh, I, I wish you hadn't great. said that, because now I just want it to be Nick Cage so bad. But don't think about, like, I, I think, I thought this a little bit about Mandy, which I really liked, but it seems like Nick Cage exists in a world where it's, like, he just says yes to everything, and fortunately a couple of those things end up being okay, and then everyone goes, yeah, fuck yeah, Nick Cage has still got it. <laughs> but most of them are very bad. And I think John Travolta's in the same realm where he's, like, he just says yes to everything, and then every once in a while, one or two of the things will trickle through, and they're, like, pretty good. But it's not because he thought they were good. He says no, yes to everything. Yeah, uh, I mean, Mandy was up to the director. He did. Absolutely. And, uh, but I'm sure when they handed him the script, he was like, this is like every fucking other thing I do. I'm fucking in with it. And it's like, they just want the money or they, yeah, there's yeah, some Nick, other Nick element. Yeah, Nick Cage didn't do shit in that movie. I mean, he did. 
in fairness, he does a lot of shit. No, just yeah, like, he but, does but a lot it, of Nick Cage shit. It was the director shit. Yeah. He has Nick Cage. Well, there's a mood, and there's a... Yeah, well, yeah, they clearly... I think more than other directors just second lose. They're like, you fucking do your thing, dude. Like, you're an insane yeah. person. <laughs> I've yeah. heard that there's a Cheddar Goblin. Oh, there's a Cheddar Goblin, baby. Elijah Wood, come on the pod. <gasps> I like Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. He's a small man. Elijah like Wood that. might come on the pod, actually. Maybe. <laughs> he loves birth of movies. Enjoy. Give Mary Ground a like. Elijah Wood, that's all I want. We like you. I, we really like Give you. it a like. Read my writing. Hey, yeah. Read Ted's writing, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood I was call- the guest on uh, Conan when I went to go see him on one of his very last episodes of The Tonight Show. There you go. So he's not coming in Mary Ground. He might one day. What's Elijah Wood been up to? Uh, I don't know. He, Being I confused think... for Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> yes, probably that. Yeah, I think he's just out there. I, I think he, he reads a lot of movie reviews. And hey, Siri. What's Elijah Wood up to? Okay, I found this on the web for what's Elijah Wood up to. She's so lazy. She's so lazy, Siri. She never, like, answers my question. She just, like, you could have just fucking Googled it. She's so passive-aggressive. She, she you really like, cut her off there, though. Yeah, she wasn't just like. I don't even listen to her anymore. Tell me. Oh, were you still talking to Siri? Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, I must be Siri. Um, <laughs> okay, let's jump into the next movie. Zombieland, double tap. Ted, instant takes. Go. Um, boring rehash of a movie I liked. Oh, okay, that's fair. I don't understand why this is happening. I feel like. Both those are my reactions as well. <laughs> but yeah. actually not in ways that are negative in a lot of no, ways. No, I'll go paid to see it. Like, yeah. for sure. Boring rehash. I like Zombieland. Like, I would yeah, watch this. Movie. Would you pay to see this? I might. It, dep- it really depends I, I on the like time. I Zombieland, like, seventh grade. Fun movie. Yeah, I remember watching it. Yeah, like I don't you, know. You like, I, was, like, I yeah, will say, I was out, I was out, I was out. And then at the end, when like Owen Wilson comes in as Woody Harrelson. And Luke Wilson. Luke Check Wilson. your Wilson. Sorry, wrong Wilson. Luke Wilson comes in as Woody I Harrelson. I can't even believe what I just heard. On Imagine the if you were Tom so, Hanks on that island. It's like, come it's on. It's like I'm on a fucking drunk podcast after I've been at work for like a full day and now it's I'm here. It's almost like it. It's almost like that. It's almost like you should show some respect for the Wilson family. That's all I have I to say about that. I respect you, Wilsons. Luke Wilson comes in as Woody Harrelson and Thomas Middleditch comes in as Jesse Eisenberg. Is very funny. Yes, absolutely. But that feels like an SNL sketch featuring the cast of Zombieland and not an entire movie that makes you want to pay $15. I think there are a couple things for me at play. One is Zombieland was a lot of fun. They've been talking about making this movie for like literally the 10 years since it's taken to get it out. Like I think it came out in 09 and now we're basically getting it 10 years later or 2010, you know. It's taken a long time. I think for me, like it was a lot of fun back then and it would have been fun as like a three years later, like fun, you know, uh, sequel, but that why movie, now? But that movie was yeah. Why now? But also it was really disposable. And I think now I think about like Zombie Land. If I were to think about like when it came out and how you know it did pretty well box office wise, but Zombie Land is like the quintessential like Hulu movie or like Netflix movie. Yeah. And I think now That's I look at it, go, it. it's really disposable. Like uh, it's fun content. I would totally watch it. It's got really good people. They make a real big point about like Academy Award nominated. Award nominee. Yeah, for Academy fucking La La Land. You love La La I do, but do I think Emma Stone deserved an Oscar? But she's been nominated for other movies, I believe. Has she? Yeah, I think The, uh, the 
help, maybe? Oh, sure, the one white lady in the help. Okay, but like she's been on there for other movies. I like Emma Stone, but well, I don't know. Maybe I'm being mean. It seems like you, you're being very mean. I'm surly. Like I would those be bitches in that lighthouse. I would be meaner to those bitches. That's, that's the name of the movie. Those <laughs> in that lighthouse. No, the name of the episode is If It's Defoe, You Gotta Go. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Make a note for Kate when she re-listens to the episode. future Kate. The name of the episode is If It's, it's Defoe, Defoe, You, you gotta, gotta Go. With no, an exclamation no, no, point no. so one, you understand one that more it's the time inflection. Where we, one more time where we all say it. Ready? Three, two, one. If, if it's, it's Defoe, Defoe you, you gotta, gotta go. go. All right, great. That's my ringtone now. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The bigger, more embarrassing one is Abigail Breslin, who got an Oscar nomination for Little Miss Sunshine when she, she was like a it. child. I'm not saying she didn't deserve it. She was a child. Like, there's she no reason she would grow up to be a good actress. Like, it's nothing we can base anything on. She yet. was a good actress in Little Miss Sunshine. She was very good. I'm I not, fucking I'm not, love that movie. I'm I will not have the good work of Albert and Ron, who gave me my first internship, slandered on this podcast. When Emma Stone gives a great performance at the age of 25, I can anticipate her giving a great performance at the age of 30, and I cannot anticipate that with Abigail Breslin at the age of 13. Maybe. She's not 13 now. No, now. But she was when she got the Oscar nomination. I'm saying, like, who knows? Like, I don't know. Is if she going to continue? She'd be even better now. Yeah, but look about, like, uh, what, what's the other little girl who used to dance a lot and do things? Uh, the freaking, the uh, woman. <laughs> uh, Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple was, got an Oscar nomination. That, and, like, that's she a sucked. deep cut. That's a deep cut. That is a deep cut. Oh, my God. What, am I the old-timey bitch now? Yes! Because I'm yeah. defending fucking Martin Scorsese and talking for, about Shirley Temple. Let's settle down. For your referencing Shirley, Shirley Temple, fucking Temple in the podcast. Well, y'all era. never had an what alcoholic drink before. Bunch of fucking drunks. Settle down. What, who? Mara Wilson. Who's Mara Wilson? She was Matilda. Now she's like a big girl writer actress. Oh, great. Cool. Is she a good actress? Yeah. Has she been nominated for another Oscar? Probably. No, I don't know no if she chance. was nominated for Matilda. No chance. She wasn't nominated for Matilda at all. Danny DeVito directed it, though. Yeah, I know. He, well, he, just because you eat a cake doesn't mean you get an Oscar. I don't know. A, does it nowadays? I don't fucking know anymore, CJ. It well, seems they're... like they're giving them out like free t-shirts at a Lakers game. Well, okay. My God. Uh, if I find her and she comes on the pod, then we'll make her eat a goddamn cake and get Mara Wilson. She didn't... Matilda didn't eat the fucking cake in Matilda, CJ. The other boy did. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She didn't eat the cake. Yeah, she's just like a... <laughs> she's just a sad, smart, yeah, gifted orphan. Yeah, whatever. She didn't eat the cake. I'll be honest. Don't care about Matilda. I, haven't I that care about Matilda. Right. I haven't seen the trailer it's, for that. Danny DeVito's directorial debut. <laughs> it's a good death. Broadway musical. Tim... What's his name? Not Tim. Tim Minchin did the music. I'll He's be- a comedian. I'll believe you. Oh, um, I hate this podcast. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap, I would probably go see, but... Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll I remember actually... what I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say. Go for it. It's like, I wish that Irishman was getting a theatrical release because it seems like that would in- inspire more confidence in it, and I mm. wish that Zombieland 2 would get a Netflix release because Agreed. that would make me watch it. Absolutely. No disagreement here. Thank you. My, my take was that I wouldn't go pay to see The Irishman, but I would like pay to see it streamed. I think you're... But I will pay to see Zombieland too. Neat. Nah, because fucking like Thomas and Sergio will make me go see The Irishman, I'm sure. Yeah. Because um, I've already seen like five movies this year. Oh, so. also, of all the houses, if you have all the houses in the world to just go to, because like zombies have invested, like the White House is not the one I'd go to. No, da- it's CJ, I heard you paint DC. houses. Ooh, boy, do I. I double tap them. I heard you've been double tapping those houses. 
You never fucking those houses. You're goddamn right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Put my dick but not happily. Oh, definitely not. We're no, going no. all the way back to the beginning of the yeah. episode. <laughs> Dead to us. Um, last movie, <laughs> uh, Vita and Virginia. I remember Carol. That movie was fine. Yeah, I liter literally, like, while we were watching What was it that we said? Ted, tell me what I said to CJ. I don't know. It was just like a boring Virginia Woolf biopic. No, hey. when this trailer ended, I was like... CJ, what was that movie with the woman? And he was like, oh, Carol? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I literally shot in the dark date because I had just written down when she said that, not good Carol. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, Carol? And she was like, yep. And yep. I was like, oh, really could never have guessed that that was the answer that you wanted. That um, movie with the woman. This involves Vita, Vita Stackwest and, uh, or Vita Stackwest, Vita Stackwest, Vita, and, uh, Virginia and Virginia Woolf. Wolf. And it's, uh, it's a big old uh, period piece with Isabella Rosalie. And the I love Downton Abbey. I love a period piece lesbian romance. I love a flower, a flapper dress. I love the little hats and the little headbands that they wear. I love the glamour. I like Bos Lerman's The Great Gatsby, which is a hot take. I like, take. I like That's to look at it, and I think Carrie, I, I think it is nice to look at, and I think Carrie Mulligan is a pretty, pretty lady in pretty, pretty dresses. Did you know that that movie was sponsored by Swarovski Crystals? It is gorgeous. So, I like it. I like a good... I like two pretty girls kissing. I did not like Carol that much, and this looks worse. I didn't know anything about Orlando, which is the thing that they're writing. I about. just keep thinking of that horrible dick pic that you showed me. Of Orlando Bloom. Yes, and can I tell you, CJ, I'm, I'm telling you this on the air. That dick pic came up on my favorite podcast. Really? On last podcast on the left, oh, they yeah. they talked about it, and I'm like, I can't fucking believe this. This is like a thing. Ted, you're a man. Do you look at celebrity dick pics? Yeah. Yeah. What is happening? See, I, yeah, this is. We have to stop bringing this up. This is the third or fourth podcast. It does. It, it, like every communist socialist looks at dicks. Yeah. Do they? Sure. Yeah. I guess. Isn't communism and socialism kind of different? They're different. Yeah. But but they both look at dicks. To the right, they're the same. <laughs> right, guys? This country. to the right? This Little country. To the right. Any, Only anything Orlando's. like past neoliberal looks at dicks. Yeah. Uh, uh. CJ, are you taking a fucking selfie right now? No, I'm getting so many messages about Beyblades. A call back to an older podcast. Oh, that's right. You haven't even opened your Beyblade. No, I've opened it. it Have it, you? I'm looking at the box. Yeah, we opened the Beyblade. If you listen to episode 34 with, uh, with Will, it's a whole thing. Anyway... Um, yeah, this looks very boring. Uh, I'll be honest, we'll not yeah. see this. There's yeah, no star no, power no. to it. It is don't care. really, it is really tough to make a movie about two gorgeous women in 1920s period costumes making out with each other look boring to me. That is, like, honestly an accomplishment in and of itself. That is all it takes for a movie to be boring to me. Really? Yeah. Ted, you don't want to watch wow. two pretty girls kissing each other in period costumes? In gorgeous period costumes? Every... And then the men are like, you two let, women let me say, can't let, kiss? Let me say, let me actually go on record saying my, my mother and my stepfather met through my Revolutionary War reenacting. Wait. Back up. Ted, we have a whole other podcast to do in about 15 to 20 <laughs> minutes, but I really need you to just go into a slight really, detail on that. I Are really you, do you feel comfortable doing it, or do you just want to... No, yeah, I don't so, even care if he feels comfortable. You oh, need okay. to tell me about your well, Revolutionary War reenactment. So I'm, I'm from Virginia. I used to Revolutionary War reenact. Were you a Union soldier or a Confederate soldier? 
revolutionary war, not civil war. Yeah, yes, was, that's was, what I, was, I said, Ted. I, Don't were you change a, the were subject. Were you a Hessian? No. Okay. That is I remember what that war. is. I took. Yeah. I took. I took. Well, you said it like I'm an idiot. Does he but... look like a German conscripted <laughs> soldier? I assume to he you? was a child. Like I don't know. Yeah, None yeah. Of them I was, I was Were a... you the little boy who played the drum? Yeah, I was a colonial drummer. Yeah. My my mother did it with me. We we rooted for the Americans. How old were you? I was like six to twelve. Six to twelve. That's oh, so a So you're long just describing time. the age range at which they allow you to be a part of it. Oh, you did it through all of six to. Yeah, I, I quit all of my own accord. My mother met Good my, for you. Yeah, no, it was weird. <laughs> was he like a British officer Mom, and it was like a forbidden romance? I wish. He was just like another, he was another American Revolutionary War soldier. This is just a reenactment that you... Rev, uh, Mount Vernon, yeah. Okay. Mount Vernon, like, 2012. And your mom just thought this would be a fun thing was for she you Betsy to do? Ross? Or she's into it, or... No, she was, she was like, a just an average, like, flag girl. And she's she just enjoys it? Yeah, yeah, she was like, oh, I'll do what my son likes. And you like Oh, it. so you got her and You're making it sound like this is all her it fault. It really, you did do that. You did insinuate you that, like, this is something that your parents you dragged you it. into. Or no, ju- no judgment, you liked it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How old? All right, six to twelve. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, it was ten years ago. Yeah, well, you, no. you know a different me. Ted really revealing how young he is on this podcast. Um, I like. Ted. I mean, I was I was a clown, and you know, in you were a clown. Oh my god, high school. CJ, you're a clown Wait, now. What? Let's be real. Well, I'm a clown now, but I was a real clown. I had a face and everything. I did the thing. Yeah. What kind of clown Wait, were you? Wait, wait. Oh, I don't remember. I hate when people ask this question because they're. Why would I not ask that question? There are four types of clowns. There's like a hobo clown, then there are two or three other types. And I always wait, forget the did first. you go to clown school? You're goddamn right. I went to clown school. What? Yeah, you went really to clown did. school. I really did. You're I, a professional clown. I am. I really am. I had a degree. I think I have a degree somewhere. CJ, can I CJ, hire you for my 26th birthday party? So here's the thing: is I haven't done it in a long time. I I have no. I, I absolutely would go do it again. CJ, um, we need. At, we're. I need you to be my birthday clown. Here's Wait, the thing: oh is, I, I would do it for a pretty penny. I uh, how pretty of a penny? Don't know. Very poor, so probably not that pretty of any. But um, I, I yeah. have a, I have like a like a modest like girl next door level penny I could uh, maybe offer you to what, clown at my birthday. What would you do for two hundred dollars? Oh, for sure, two hundred dollars. Are you oh, kidding me? I'll done, probably, oh, done. God, Ted's gonna split it with me. Oh. I heard they fuck oh, houses should, for two hundred dollars. Oh, like, fuck! Oh, you should not have put this on tape. You so, are so, so fucked. No, you, if, you, if you go back through Facebook enough, you can find pictures of me. Of you as a clown? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Wait, there's a I'm, lot I'm happening. Pretty, right I'm we'll unpack sure. it off the pod because we really do need to start wrapping things up. But uh, yeah, no, I did do that. Like I, I feel, but I mean, it was the same way where I was like, I don't know, like it was just like an interesting your, thing to your, do. Your parents, like, yeah, your parents met through you clowning. Uh, you clowning is a great site, by the way. Highly recommend. Uh, but no, uh, no, no. I, I, m- but my mom. You're shitting me. This is not true. I, I promise. I, I'm not going to pull up the pictures, but you can find them if you'd like. They exist. Yeah, I did. I, I did several parades. I never did like parties or anything. But what it was kind a, of clown were you? I, I don't remember. I'll have to ask. I don't. There are like there are three or four types of clowns. What type you, of clown weren't you? I was not a hobo clown, and I don't. There, I don't remember the other ones. I don't remember. Like, I, it was a very long time ago. But yeah, you. How you, old were you when you were a clown? Uh, 16, 17. That's old enough. Oh, I was older. Yeah, 
No, I was for sure older. I, I, what, I, what, did you like go to hospitals and cheer up cancer kids? What do you um, do when you're a clown? I, I did do a, I did one or two hospital visits. I did okay. a couple parades. Honorable. I did uh, what kind of parades? Um, clown so, parades? That sounds awful. Okay, that's well, that's dishonorable. We don't no, have, we're talking about this. No, I have to make sure we have the time to talk about it. Uh, I uh, so. The, the, the program was through APS, which is like the power company that like exists in Arizona. We had a friend that like basically like like was power part- like electricity or power like yeah, powerful it would be, clowns. It, it was like Edison like okay. here or something. Um, and basically like they had like a, a volunteer nonprofit kind of division of the company or something. And somehow like so, I guess someone was passionate about like clowning and doing that as like kind of part of their like thing. And uh, and so they would do like schooling. Like they, that was a thing that happened. Like they would basically do like clown school quote unquote and you would go you would it, it really is like a two day thing you you learn to like put on a face you do the whole thing uh what kind of clothes you should you wear a, for a, a silent clown or a talking clown yes you don't no you don't talk uh okay. that's a whole thing i, so I think more, when you're at parties it's a little mimish i mean like you can technically talk but i uh, you know when you're at a parade or whatever i think it's definitely like you're just kind of like hey like and uh, people hey, are I'm genuinely afraid of clowns so what, what, what? I, you're such a large clown cj yeah, no, I mean, I was as tall, or about as tall then as I am now. So I'm That's tall. a huge clown. Yeah, they, they love a tall clown. Yeah. Imagine, well, like, a definitely huge... Definitely about 50 pounds Imagine, lighter, like, but... a huge clown coming at you to shame you about all the albums you haven't listened to. Well, yeah, so, but it so wasn't... Wait, 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 wait. My, my question really split these. What records would you listen to before clowning? <laughs> What was like your clown hype music? I didn't. Li- I mean, we we I didn't like really. I will say, genuinely didn't. as a magazine, about two years ago, we went through a big calliope phase. Yeah. Which sure. I'm so sad that you didn't like. Oh, this is my music. I was a fucking clown. Yeah. I mean, I genuinely didn't like do it. Mu- like there wasn't a music element to it. Like I just. Listened I don't to know, man. I. Know- it was at the time I was getting into like the Strokes and Interpol and all the other things. Well, was this the same time I reviewed Death Peak by Clark? I don't remember. Oh, wow. Interesting. Not my section. Not my cir- Apparently, my fucking circus, because apparently there's been a clown in our midst. Yeah, that was me. Incredible. Yeah, no, you can find pictures. I mean, like, I, I yeah, I, 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 I had an outfit. I don't know. What, was, what did your outfit look like? Uh, we'll look at it after this. It was like, it was like a, it might have been this a is gonna, This is going to be Patreon, inter- Patreon bonus this, content this is, where I just is, interview CJ Patreon about being a clown. It's this not. Is... It's not that exciting. Genuinely, it's so, but... CJ. It is so exciting. It was cool. I mean, you learned to do some balloon animals. You learned to do some simple stuff like that. Can I, you I, do I don't remember how. Oh, he remembers how. I don't remember how. I really genuinely. Can, can you roll a joint? Can I? Uh, I again, like something that I did long ago that I don't have as much knowledge. About. No, so that means yes. That means yes. You are gonna do. I could roll a joint about as well as I could. Roll a, a balloon, a, a balloon animal. animal. What balloon animals that? did you used to do? Uh, elephant. Uh, an elephant? Oh my god, that's elaborate. An yeah, elephant? A giraffe for sure. Uh, giraffe is an easy one. Giraffe's an easy one. Um, well, I mean, a, an elephant really is just like a giraffe, but like bigger ears. Uh, well, and, and a giraffe is a dog but with a longer neck. Correct. Um, yeah, I did really simple stuff. Like, I was not, it's not that crazy. Either. It is so fucking crazy. So stoked that the Carol knockoff Vita in Virginia led to this conversation. Me too. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. We were talking, like, well, this is note to future Kate, who is QCing this episode probably at your desk at your office. Um, I know earlier we talked about if it's Defoe, you gotta go, but I think CJ literally was a clown is a strong contender as well. Yeah, I 
if it's Defoe, you gotta go. It's a campaign slogan. And CJ being a clown, it's like no one cares. CJ was a clown. Ted oh was God. a revolutionary. Yeah, war yeah, no, I reenacted history. Like it was, it was lame. No, it wasn't. I think that's cool as hell. I Man. genuinely think it was cool. But regardless, what a, everybody what a loves thing. it. Ted, God what you, damn it. Ted, what do you got coming up? You have a couple things, and one of them, one of the big things is going to tie into a thing I'm about to talk about in a moment. But Yeah, so are we, are we talking about uh, the thing Talk we, about the stuff you have writing that's coming out. This is coming out next week when we're recording um, this. Yeah, so we, we got a chance to wrap our album review coming out. Great. Call him rap game Joe Biden. We got yes, a. Uh, you did say that. We got a. We got a fucking flaming lips review. Yep. It's boring. Probably um, a nice. Uh, if you haven't read Ted, uh, actually has his own feature on the site, which is not true of most writers. Uh, he has a section called Label Maker, which you can check out, which is ooh. him basically cover. Uh, he interviews uh, heads of labels, and it, it's really good, genuinely. And he just had one out a couple weeks ago uh, with Babe City Records out of DC. Um, and so I would proud of Ted. And I would imagine hopefully we'll have another one soon. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm hoping it's kind of on both of us. Yep, I, I have the list. I have yet to send the emails. <laughs> but Me that too. will be happening soon. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, um, Ted covers that section and lots of other stuff. Uh, the thing that I would be promoting that I think Ted will also like to promote is... My new house EP. Yes, Ted has a new house EP out Ted's there. a DJ. What's your DJ name? I love it so much. DJ Stepdad. Yes! You can the check EP out... The EP is called For the Stepchildren, Volume 1. Oh my god! And I say this with, uh, like... <laughs> As much as I would love to clown the idea that someone would come on the pod, even though they're because a you are literally music. a clown. Yes, that's true. Um, <laughs> but, 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 oh my god! <laughs> wow. Both both Carter and Thomas and myself all genuinely have sent messages like, "Holy shit, this EP is really good." Um, so you should definitely listen to it. And if you don't listen to it, you should check out Mary Ground is throwing a concert. Yeah, we have a big old show coming up at Chewing Foil, and you can actually see Ted uh, DJing as DJ Stepdad, doing some house stuff CJ, at the show. You I know, you're very excited about the clown. <laughs> I heard it. I'm uh, holding your hand. You have to open as a clown. I will do You that. have to be a clown. I'll pull. I'm not going to do the biggest show I've ever personally thrown as a clown. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, oh maybe, 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 down, maybe down the line I will do it. I'm... If a brewery ever decides to toss us a couple shekels to, for whatever reason, do this goddamn podcast in, like, a place, I will dress as a... And you have my pinky promise swear on this podcast. I will do I'll that. reach out. I will dress it. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll you're going to hit up all the Orange County breweries? You do that. Yeah, I will. All right. Great. Uh, but yeah. I am beside myself. Okay, you can check out the show. Uh, ticket, sh- the ticket link should be up. Um, you can check out the Maryground socials; it's up there. And uh, as of now, for sure, you can check it out. Tickets are ten bucks. Nothing crazy. It's gonna be so dope, you guys. For real, like it's a. Uh, we've it, been we've been goofing. CJ and Thomas and Stephanie yep. have been working so hard. To make this happen for so long, and it is going to be incredibly worth it. We are so excited. Yeah, we're pretty over the moon. It's uh, it's a Citrus City showcase. It's got sports coach Shindigs and Wyatt Smith. It's uh, it's a thing that actually Ted kind of ironically helped start in motion with that label. It's true. He didn't mean to. He had no idea it was happening. You never know. Um, and it was super cool. It worked out, and it's going to be uh, September twenty first uh, at Chewing Foil. You can go ahead and DM people for addresses. Ten bucks. No, no big deal. Uh, it's going to be so fucking cool, you guys. We've been trying to make this happen for a long time, and CJ 
was our ringer and made it real. It's very cool. Uh, Kate, what you got going on? I am publishing something about Shark Week and Stranger Things. I am in one of my periods of unintentional hiatus from the TV section because my actual job that pays me to do work is a fucking nightmare right now. But I'm hiring my replacement, which is good. If you're listening to this, it's too late. You can't apply because I've already hired them by the time this episode comes out. But hopefully my life will be better soon and I will have more time to spend on my work that doesn't pay me, which is an ironic thing to say, but that's fine. There we go. That not that the truth for all of us? Ain't it. Um, Ain't it. It was awesome. Yeah. Do we want to talk about some Patreon stuff? Yes. Uh, for a quick 90 seconds, you if you were making a huge Patreon push. Um, we're doing the, I'm going to just call it here. We're doing the Crossfader Memorial Patreon Funding Drive. Yeah. Um, starting August 18th or 16th, which was our old anniversary yep. of starting crossfader for two weeks you're gonna get some awesome exclusive merch if you sign up for the patreon if you haven't before or if you're an existing patron you upgrade we have a sticker pack that's like some of the shit that we've done for this sticker pack is fucking wild you guys it is like pretty nuts um we have other cool things fuck what other merch do we have for this thing uh there's a uh, so for at the two dollar level you're gonna get a, an awesome sticker pack that includes the you know just the merry ground logo sticker that we had originally we will announce some exclusive designs yes. about this thing i Which don't want to say them on the air but like you guys you guys well, Guys, by, by now they should hopefully be able to see them. But you you want this sticker pack? Yeah, it's super good. Um, you get to see that. You get to see uh, at five dollars there is a. Oh, is it a tote? I don't remember. There's another thing at five dollars, and, and then, then at ten dollars we're doing a zine. We're doing a zine, so you'll be able to see us hopefully canvas at different zine uh, zine festivals in yes. Southern California. But also, it's just a zine about Southern California. You can see all sorts of like. Various takes. I know Ted just said he wants to write a whole thing about the various parks uh, of uh, Los Angeles, which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to be writing about a bunch of restaurants. And people are just going to be writing a bunch of cool stuff about, like, kind of like Mary Garound's guide to. Uh, it'll be kind of a little bit of an illustrated the greater guide. Greater Los think. Angeles area. Yeah, it'll have some cool art in it, and it'll be a kind of little 12, 15 page zine. Uh, I forget how many pages we actually agreed it'd be. And you can check that out. That'll be super rad. It's, uh, it's definitely kind of one of the cooler, more physical media print things. And it'll mostly exist only in physical. So you yep. you have to do it. Gotta do it. Two weeks. And on you top, got two weeks. On top of all the other cool shit we've done for the Patreon, you know, shirts come in. Uh, I think those shirts are very soon. real. Um, yep. I personally have screen printed them. Yep. They're looking awesome. Did I show you the pictures? Yes. I saw I saw some pictures. They're um, very cool. They look very cool. So those are going to be out soon. Uh, there are pins out there. There are shirts. There uh, all sorts Pins of stuff. and stickers have gone out. All shirts sorts, are happening. All sorts we're, of cool stuff. What we're trying to say is we're delivering on our promises. Yeah, so for sure. Uh, check all this stuff out. And uh, and we're pretty stoked. Um, it's going to be pretty rad. And, uh, and and yeah, awesome. Ted, come back. Um, <laughs> come sign off for the episode. Ted's going to come sign off on the episode after he went to the bathroom. Not our, one, our, but two bathroom breaks. The first of its kind uh, during our lengthy Patreon uh, breakdown. Anyway. Uh, podcast. Ted. Oh, follow Ted. us on. Oh, wait. Are we doing Ted first? Ted, what is your Twitter? Oh, yeah. Plug uh, yourself. John Wick. J-A-W-N. Wick. Yep. Like the Perfect. movies. Perfect. I understand this now, said Kate, gesturing between CJ and Ted. Yeah. Uh, follow us we, at 
trailer. <laughs> yep, you want to have one more? Oh, no, I, I was going to say we've never talked about John Wick before, but uh, you can also follow him at SoundCloud at uh, DJ SoundCloud, whatever. D- DJ, DJ Stepdad. DJ Stepdad. Stepdad. DJ SoundCloud. DJ. Can you imagine the audacity of someone creating an account and being like, yeah, I'm DJ SoundCloud? Yeah. What about I DJ would, Audacity? That's also... That's not a bad name for a DJ. Yeah, 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 make a house TP. Like, it's really easy, I promise. (laughs) No, Ted, you work really hard and we're proud of you. No, no, I I do work really hard. You're our baby. You're our little baby. Also, check out his his work real quickly with uh, our own Claire Epting, who also writes for the site. Yeah, Inverted Jenny. Inverted Jenny. Oh, you're the other half of Inverted Jenny. (laughs) Well, he he helped produce it and is the drummer and stuff. Fantastic. I'm I'm one third of Wife's situation with Micah. Um, oh, I like. How's Micah doing these days? None of us know. But that me neither. They, Out they, there in the they're, world, they're in I think Massachusetts now. That's correct. Great. Yeah. Good for them. Anyway, you can follow us at Trailer Trash Pod on Instagram at T Trash Pod on Twitter. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We should probably be on Stitcher. We are not. No, um, one day maybe. One day maybe. That's what Steven says is the only thing that's preventing him from listening to the podcast that his girlfriend of five and a half years creates. It's probably for the best in a lot of ways, though. That's true. All right. Well, thank you guys. What were you going to say? I was going to say never listen to your S's art. Yeah, it's fair. And also sad. Yeah. (laughs) Ted just said, like, longingly. I I mean, I guess in the end, we're all a clown. Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been really great. It's really been great. All right. Cheers. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Bye.